Mensa. My name is Stefan Hanf. I'm the producer of the How to Go Through the Podcast. And right next to me, no left next to me, to be honest, is... I, I hope you recognize my voice. Um, I'm Harry, again, joining the podcast team for another fun little day out in HSRW. Yes, hi. It's Joost from the Center for Internationalization and Languages. I'm also here. Yeah, we're back at the Mensa. We are here because it's a very special Christmas episode. As you can hear, it's buzzing around uh, because we want to talk a little bit about Christmas and Christmas food. Today, day of the recording, is the 6th of December, which is in Germany and in the Netherlands. Not really, in Germany, not really a holiday, but it's uh, very uh, famous for putting your uh, boot in front of your door. And do you know about this tradition? I guess they put presents in the boot. Yeah, that's right. So the okay. Santa Claus uh, comes in the night yeah. and put chocolate, mostly chocolate, uh -huh. or sometimes, sometimes small gifts inside the, the boot. But in the Netherlands, it's a real holiday, I would say, right? It's, it's not an official holiday, and it's not on December 6th. It's on December 5th, when St. Nick, yeah, or Santa Claus, which later became uh, Santa Claus in the U.S., comes and visits the kids and, and gives them presents. Does he come also at night? Yes, he's supposed to come at night. He arrives a little earlier, so a couple of weeks earlier, with his steamboat from Spain. In the Netherlands, December 5th comes first, Sinterklaas, St. Nick's, and only then are you allowed to get up a Christmas tree, or at least that's what it used to be. Now it's just, we do everything at the same time, more or less like in Germany. December 6th is then Nikolaus, but you also have your Christmas tree up, and it's just one big festive month, really, like I have in the US with the Hanukkah and everything. You just put it all together. So, yeah, that's just the situation in the Netherlands. Now it's really interesting. What about the situation for you? <laughs> First of all, I'm a little bit mind-blown by Santa Claus going to the Netherlands from Spain on a steamboat. Because that, to me, is news. Because in the American shows, it's always like Santa Claus, this guy that lives on the North Pole, and he flies to wherever he's delivering pet presents to on a carriage which is uh, being pulled by reindeer, flying magical reindeer. I don't know how um, international that image of it is, because, yeah, I've also heard people say that this that version of Santa Claus, like an invention by Coca-Cola or something like that, I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, it's, I think that's a rumor. It's because there are, like, pictures of him in green and then in red and white, but it's... I heard about that. I don't know how true that it mm. is, but yeah. But now, because in the Netherlands, uh, he's like a bishop, right? That's what what he's actually wearing. Uh, yeah, I'm not too familiar with the whole history, but apparently he was from Turkey. Yeah. It was a bishop who was from Turkey or working in Turkey. Uh, that's as much as I know. Yeah, I did Google though where uh, Santa Claus is supposedly from. There's this town in Finland, at least, that has claimed it for itself. <laughs> There is, I think the there whole, is a Via in Finland, I don't know. I think there's a guy there who actually dresses up as Santa Claus and you can actually go there to his house. And it's a tourist attraction in Finland, if I, if I understood correctly. But yeah, no, so obviously we have in Malaysia... No, I'll start with myself. For me, I don't really care about any festivities kind of thing. And in Malaysia, Christmas is more of a commercial kind of thing. Of course, there are Christians in Malaysia who celebrate uh, Christmas in a more religious way. They go to church and... Then they invite people to their houses, they put up the trees, they give gifts and stuff like that. And if you go to a Christmas party, like many companies have Christmas parties, and you go there and you do Secret Santa and stuff like that. So like the really famous things, which I think everyone knows about, but the sort of more regional types of traditions, like what Joost just described in the Netherlands, 
I'm not really sure what happens in my country when it comes to that because I was never in the family celebrating Christmas. I was a guest at parties and stuff like that. But being here in Germany, I love the Christmas markets. I love the decorations. I love the fact that there's a holiday. And uh, the Christmas mood in itself is kind of... It's kind of cool. I guess it's also because I grew up, as I said, watching American TV and stuff like that. So Christmas always seemed like a big deal, even though, to me, there is no reason for it to be. But yeah, that's my <laughs> Christmas experience. So what do you do then in Malaysia for New Year's? Is that a big thing? Or? Yeah, so it really depends. So when I was younger, you know, I would just stay home with the family. When I was really young, there used to be a big party at my house every year. So we have relatives coming from other parts of the country. And then we'd have a barbecue and then people start uh, dancing and partying and stuff like that all in the house. Uh, as I got a little bit older, all these people started getting older and this didn't happen so often. New Year's in Malaysia, there would be public like street parties and stuff like that. So there would be DJs out in public and the whole streets partying. So that would be what happens in New Year. Or just stay home and do something with the family. But I would, yeah, if I had to choose, obviously, the street parties. Yeah. I think I have to talk about the German version of it. So I think it depends a little bit where in Germany, because Germany has different Christmas tra traditions. So like the whole St. Nicholas, I wouldn't say a big deal, but it's a deal at least for small children. I think maybe the same in the Netherlands. But you don't have the uh, Knecht Ruprecht, Trumpets stuff. You don't have that, right? That his helpers is not like the bad guy, but he's the one who punished the children who were bad. You have something like this? It's the same thing. It's the yeah. Oh. Okay. But they, but but carry wooden sticks to hit the kids with. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's the same thing. Yeah. Because if you go more in in the south of Germany, they are like demons. Campus. Yes. Campus. Yeah. yeah but they don't exist in this region. It's. But is, is it is it, is it like a different helper? No, I guess it's the same thing. But like I said, it's way less focus on that than it was before because in the Netherlands it really stands in a truly racial racist uh, uh, tradition right it's been very good to move away from that rebranded so there's less focus on the racist part of it that was definitely there in the past it's less focus on punishing the kids hitting kids kidnapping them back to Spain right all kind of things like that yeah, well, it was the right thing to do to move on from those aspects of the whole thing yeah, yeah and they get coal they don't get presents it's the same thing they get coal no, that, that is something German that I never heard about yeah I've also heard about that in the like I said in the American shows I grew up watching if you're a good kid if you're nice you get gifts if you're naughty then you get coal yeah that's yeah. A, I think that's a German thing but I'm not quite sure because the problem is that all these things they intermix now right they are not like with Christmas because in Germany it used to be the Christkind which is a really strange Jesus. yeah it's yeah it's really strange because it's yeah, always like in the US it's just baby Jesus it's Christkind yeah. yes but it, it's really strange because he brings the gifts right there's no. also weird like a baby bringing gifts yeah it's weirder than an old guy on a horse on the roof yes but it's not really like a, a baby <laughs> because the German version is like it looks like an angel in white with blonde hair oh, and, no. and locks creepy <laughs> and always played by a girl actually like in yeah ah. yes and so it's really strange but still in, in germany you still have, have the krippenspiel and stuff like you don't really have that in the netherlands right where you pull up like the stall where jesus was born with the 
Heiligen Drei Könige, the Three Kings and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a thing in Germany, at least in, in church. Yeah, yeah and also in, in some homes. You see it under Christmas trees, but Christmas trees is also like a German thing. Uh, okay. It used to no, be in some, Germany. Some people would have that as well. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. But I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, but in, in Indonesia, nobody really. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have Christmas trees, but the fake ones, the plastic trees. Oh, all right. I have one at home as well because at some point, just for the aesthetic, we started putting up a Christmas tree. Yeah. And it's plastic, so you use the same one every year. We don't have the climate to naturally grow those kind of trees, obviously. Yeah. So we have the plastic Christmas tree and then we just decorate it. However, yeah. as I said, it's become like a holiday for everyone just to get in on it because it's so maybe commercialized. It is. I'd say. But this thing, we talk about campus. So in, yeah. in the south and in Austria, it's this really scary looking demon thing. But you mentioned something like over here, there's someone who beats the kids as well. What is, who is that? Knecht Ruprecht. Knecht Ruprecht. 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 Yeah, Knecht, it's... Helper? No, it's not a helper. Servant. Servant, yeah. Servant. So Rupert the servant. Yeah, something like this, yeah. And he's dressed in all black uh-huh. and he got like a black beard. Uh-huh. He's like the black ver- black in clothes, right? The black Anti-Santa Claus. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And uh, he beats... <laughs> he doesn't kidnap them, but he beats them up. So, <laughs> so I've seen the images of the, the campus in Austria and he's actually scary. Like they're not yeah. trying to make it like funny or cute or something it's actually scary and I've heard that what he kidnaps kids and sometimes they really they really invested in the act of doing it isn't that like really traumatizing for children there yeah I think so I don't know I think it's a little bit overblown what it actually is I think only certain spots do that and it's like a festive atmosphere But I think it's like Halloween, you know. It's part of being scared. It's like the fun, fun stuff. But because kids up to a certain age usually think Santa Claus is real, right? Yes. Yeah. So they probably think Compass is real as well, and that's probably really scary. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's. But I, I can't really say anything about this tradition. But but I can say something about is about Christmas food because we're here for a certain reason. We have to taste something. Someone told me. I won't say who it was. Uh, someone told me that on St. Nicholas you can eat uh, goose here Christmas okay. goose which is at least in my family a big thing like on Christmas something festive and there's different versions of what you eat but is there like special food meat or non-meat or no no Dutch people are very sensitive to what, what what's fashionable and so they do everything they do something new every year depending on whatever it is they think is fashionable to do for that year so sometimes it's all vegetarian the other year you get like a very big turkey for Christmas whatever so it, it yeah. changes a lot so there's not one but it's always supposed to be festive and a little bit a little bit over the top and, and more than, than you would otherwise do so just the effort it's, it really counts when it comes to Christmas food in, in the Netherlands so maybe this year try Würstchen mit Kartoffelsalat yeah I don't care I wouldn't mind sure <laughs> but what about is, is there a special Christmas food I think they don't really celebrate nah, Christmas. Rice. We're back with the rice. We're back with rice. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas <laughs> rice. But <laughs> and uh, okay, I can't speak for every Malaysian here, but usually when I would go to some kind of party for some kind of festivity, so if it's Diwali or Dipawali, it's traditional like Indian food, family cook something like that. If it's a uh, Chinese New Year, you have uh, different types of food. But when it's Christmas, there's no fixed Thing. So if I go to like an office party or something like that, pizza, pizza is a very popular party food in Malaysia. You have party with people, you get pizza. Yeah, it's universal, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. What I heard once from uh, a student from Japan, 
the Christmas they eat uh, KFC. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a chicken, chicken. I don't know why actually, but he uh, probably because they put out a commercial because in Japan they also don't really celebrate Christmas. They like yeah. all the Western commercial stuff with the tree, of course, but. For some reason, KFC is like a tradition there. They have like special menus during Christmas. We should go there. Yeah. I should actually ask. I should ask one of my Christian Malaysian friends how they actually celebrate Christmas because I never thought about it. One thing that's very typical for Christmas or the December fe- uh, season, and the reason why we're actually here is chocolate. So you're able in the Mensa here in, in Kleve and probably also in Kamblimford I'm quite sure you can buy chocolate from a certain company I won't name the name of the company with wind <laughs> <laughs> um, someone told me it's a good deal if it's a, it's not that cheap but it wasn't it was in the price range of chocolate it was alright it wasn't like the best deal ever but it was an alright deal so real quick uh, this brand which we're not going to name yes in my country, it's really expensive. It is expensive. One of the most expensive. Yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But over here, it's like much more like affordable. It is. Yeah. Sense. So who wants to open up? So what, what we do? You I now, do. dear listeners, a service. We've been looking at this for like yeah. 45 minutes. Yes. <laughs> um, we, we do your serve. We want to taste it, and we uh, because we don't name the brand name, we, we we will be honest if we find it good or bad. So these are. There are only four little beers, which is disappointing. We're yeah. doing a, a, a sort of box opening, or a, what do you call it? <laughs> yeah. Unboxing. Unboxing. I'm, I'm, <laughs> unboxing without the video, just like the audio version. Yeah, it's it's full of beers, and it's I don't know what is it. Choco Speculatius. Um, uh, yeah, but the house like the chocolate. Be honest. Good, good, nice. Tastes good. No chocolate. Do you think it's a good? So I think the, the special thing, because this is something you you probably can get in every shop, but the special thing is what is in the clear bag. So I think this is something that's from the factory, actually. And what was more or less... I think the German name would be Bruchschokolade. I don't know really what's the English name for that. Can um, you say that again? Bruch? Bruch. Break chocolate. I think it's from the from the industry floor. It wasn't repackaged or something like that. So I think this is, this is the, the good deal. So we... Yeah, I don't know. What have you tasted something already? How is it? You can be honest because we didn't name the, f- the company company name. Is there marzipan in this? No, that's uh, speculatius. It's it's German. I don't know. It's probably also in the du- Netherlands, like speculatius. Yeah. yeah. So it's a like, kind of cookie, a special cookie. Ever since I came to Germany, every winter mm. I eat speculatius. So when I first got here, I tried it. I fell in love with it, so I always look forward. Yeah, there are two different versions. Oh, there are different versions in general. Okay, okay. Yeah. But this cinnamony, star anise kind is, of. It is, it is, yeah, it that, that one. Yeah. I look forward to it every year. I absolutely love it. But this one tastes more like marzipan, honestly. But it's not. It's not on the. I don't know. No. Or maybe there's maybe a hint it. of it because I yeah. really don't like marzipan. Ah, mm-hmm. all right. But I love speculatius. Good to know. Seven out of ten. <laughs> Oh, t- taste a, a, a beer. A beer? It's a beer, bear. right? Bear, 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 yeah. Beer is like what you drink. <laughs> also, I really love the, the... For Easter and for Christmas, you have these chocolates from the famous the big chocolate brands shaped either like Santa or the Easter Bunny. Mm-hmm. And then it's unwrapped and then inside it's hollow. But yeah. it's just... And I love yeah. those as well. I also look forward to, ah. to those a lot. So yeah, in Germany, for these festivities, I look forward to their special chocolate that comes out and then I just binge so how's your judgment so far 
If, if you taste what it's in the Yeah, so of. in these small cubes, that's filled with... This is filled with almonds. Oh. With, what do you call them? The almonds, yeah, with sugar. It has a special name. What do you call it? Marzipan. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Something that you also really yeah. But I'm going to eat it anyway, just yeah. to give it. And the one you just had with the spiculatius, that's not, I don't know, that's a 5 out of 10. Because the combination, spiculatius, that's cookies. And why would you mix that with, I don't know. So this, this is not my... The bear, so, though. The bear is really good. But there are only four of them in there. The thing is, when you think about this company and yeah. this chocolate, yeah. you d really don't think about, at least in my mind, it's just the chocolate, because that's what it's known for. Not like the chocolate mixed with cinnamon or with... There's one brand of the this chocolate, Follow uh -huh. Me Chocolate. I think so. Maybe I'm completely wrong, because I'm not ah. that much into chocolate anyways. But No, I've always seen like this chocolate with many different flavors um, and some of them get weird like orange yes I've yeah, even yeah. seen chili yeah. which I never tried yeah. I don't know this seems like the most normal thing com com considering the stuff they've done yeah maybe one thing because we're in Cleaver right now I have to say so there, there are local businesses who actually produce their own chocolate here I also won't name the businesses, but there are. At least I, feel, I know two, maybe there are more. So that's one in the Caverina Straße? Yeah, that's what so you can say. One? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the other one is. But. Yeah, I don't know. Would you say it's, it's a good deal so far? Like for our listeners, should they invest almost, I think it's 10 euros, almost 10 euros? I don't know exactly for this package right now. It's 700 grams of chocolate, assorted chocolate, I would say marzipan. It, was it 10 euros? I think it was 10 euros. I don't, yeah. That's a little expensive. If they can find one. I don't know, but this company is like, I don't know. If, if they could find well, one that had more of these, because they have, beers? there are three types of chocolate here, but the best type is just four pieces. So if they could find a company or a type of chocolate that had, if they're going to be assorted, at least more evenly distributed, then it makes sense. I think that's probably not possible because they just pack it in what is the leftovers more or less. I think uh, that's how it works. Ah. Uh. Because you can only buy it in the Mensa. I've never seen it anywhere before except the Mensa. So I think it's a special thing for they did for, for the Mensa. I think so. Because you also don't get like a student discount on that. Okay. Yeah. It's worth giving it a shot if it's a once a year kind of thing. Worth the experience, right? Yeah, I think the company is like a lux luxury brand of yeah. chocolate. That's, I think that's safe to say. And, but there, there's also a funny anecdote about the company. I won't name, but one of the founders of them... Because the first time I heard this, I thought, oh, that sounds not true. But someone told me, oh, no, it was like almost 200 years ago, 150 years ago, whatever. So he used to be a big ladies' man, right? He has like a smaller chocolate uh, factory and he had a date on Friday. And he forget because he was more interested in the date than in producing chocolate. He was more interested in the date, so he forget to power down the factory, the chocolate making factory. So the chocolate producing machines run the whole weekend. And he came back and said, oh, no, what did I do? But I guess he had a nice weekend, but still, he came back on Monday. And he tasted the chocolate and he realized, oh, it tastes really nice and really better. Mm. And he discovered by accident a process where the chocolate gets more smooth. That's mm. like the really general way to say it. It's, uh, and that's what this company became famous for, but now everyone is doing it because it's not like a big secret. But oh. he discovered it by accident. So the longer chocolate is heated, the better the tastes is more or less. Okay. Wow. There's a there's another type of chocolate that we missed in this bag. It's not exactly a cube, it's very regular shape. And yeah, there you can see it's this like This one looks like India. 
Yeah, you, <laughs> that's actually true. And it has nuts in it. Yeah, yeah, and, and there you can see that it's probably from the factory floor. Yeah, yeah. This is because it doesn't look like a way exactly. where you package anything. This was not intentional. Yes. So that's like the last thing we're going to taste today, and then. I got the UK. Oh <laughs> yeah, you got the UK. Yeah, but that could be Portugal actually. Looks like a little bit. Okay, that's like the last thing, and then final judgment. Are we be because I think as the host, are we will be neutral? So you can do your final judgment. Worth it or not worth it? If you have not already been buying your Christmas chocolates, you can't go wrong with this one. All right. I would, that's a soft recommendation. How about you? I love chocolate, but I'm also very picky with my chocolate. So I wouldn't recommend it. I would recommend something else, honestly. Yeah, there's just too much going on, I feel, with these chocolates. There are too many different flavors. It's way too sweet. I generally prefer darker chocolates myself. Oh yeah. I personally wouldn't buy this for myself, but I would buy something else and I'm planning to actually go check out the other options after we're done here. But yeah, it depends on your taste in the end. If you have a sweet tooth, this probably would be good because it's really sweet. Yeah, I think I would agree. I think it's a good gift because the brand is really well known and uh, and it's I think it's Yeah, a but this is German words, right? Just because this is that is cost more than the others. Yeah, I know. It doesn't necessarily mean no. it's better. So it is no. a great long German word, the Qualitätsvermutungseffekt. Yeah. I love that one. Thank you for listening to the Household Schule podcast. We hope you enjoy the show and feel free to follow us and recommend us to your friends. We are always looking for ways to improve and we appreciate your feedback. Take courage and do reach out to us at podcast at hsrw.au. Also, be sure to check out our show notes and links and more information on today's topics and guests. We are looking forward to hear you next time. Tschüss.